All right, you ready? Mm-hmm. Cool. Let's get back at it this week. Where was I going with this? I just want to get right into it. Today was crazy, man. There was so much going on <laughs> today and yesterday, the past couple of days in the yes, NFL uh, with free agency. Um, what is this, episode... 13, 12, or 13? 13. 13, yeah, I believe. Yeah, it's episode yeah. 13. Where was I going with this? Um, nice. Yeah, we're back here, man. Um, so let's get right into it. NFL free agency. Mm-hmm. Some big names switching teams. I can't recall mm, really any recent off-seasons that have had this much movement as far as names and big names are concerned For sure. between free agency and uh, – trades yeah definitely um, and we'll cover definitely. both of those in this week's episode um so i mean I, i'm a homer so i want to start with my favorite team of course uh the baltimore ravens uh we went ahead and added earl thomas and mark ingram to the team but we lost a lot of players a lot of players especially on the um, defensive side of the ball um what do we lose five defensive players eric weddle terrell cj mosley Zadarius Smith, that's four. I think there was one more player that we lost as well. Okay. I mean, whatever, man. What can you do? Right. NFL ultimately is a business. Um, that's some good additions, though. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm liking the additions, especially considering what we want to do, what Mark Ingram can do for us to help Lamar Jackson, what Earl Thomas is basically going to plug and play the yeah, moment he sure. steps in Baltimore. Um, and, I mean – if that's not like as close as they can get to the second coming of Ed Reed right now, I don't know what would be. I mean, that dude plays. Yeah, as long just, as he, I mean, uh, as as long as he's healthy. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. As long yeah, as he's, definitely. As long as that leg is good, because I was. Well, I mean, yeah. it's only a fracture. That's the thing. Like bones come back better than than muscle and tissue yeah, do. Sure. You know so, what I mean? So I think it wasn't like a ten. Yeah, I think that'll like be that. fine. And I, I think, think that he'll be. Strong. I think he'll have a chip on his shoulder too. Oh, like he's got sure. something to prove. Definitely, because um, you see how he and he fits right into that division. I mean, yeah, the way that that division hitting. is played, yeah, exactly. he fits right into that division. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. Mark Ingram, I'm excited about. I honestly, between all the defenders that we lost, I'm really only bummed about the C.J. Mosley one. But at the same time, I have to just kind of sit back and be like, well, I get it, you know. Yeah, he I mean, got paid. eighty. What do you get, something like $84 million a year? 53-something, 53 million guaranteed over four or five years? That's ridiculous. I mean... I mean, unless you're a team that can match it, you can't. Yeah, no, you can't yeah, hate yeah. him for for leaving it. No, no you know no. what I mean for for leaving Baltimore to to get that kind of money. I mean, no, fifty three million dollars guaranteed, like you're set for life. Yeah, in NFL, yeah, you yeah, you're set for that. life. You yeah, grab like that. you're good. That's your bag right there. Exactly. Like, and you're only five years in. You got a shot for one more big one. Yeah, like that, one more exactly. big one. So yeah. keep it up, man. We're we're gonna miss him. Uh, the other big one I want to talk about, Honey Badger. Tyron Matthew getting signed by the Chiefs. Yeah, that's, that's um, a good addition for them. I think that's a good addition for them. That's a good addition for them. However, I thought it was a better addition when initially Eric Berry was still going to be there. But he's no longer there. But, yeah, yeah. they cut him. That was weird. Um, that was weird. I'm really surprised about that. Yeah, that was um, weird. Eight seasons. I think he'll land on his feet. Oh, yeah, somebody's going to get Um Quite honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if Seattle calls him. Yeah. You know, they have nobody to play the position. Earl Thomas has now vacated, basically. So maybe Eric Berry fits in with a different style of play. However, something that Seattle can use and and use to their benefit. No, it makes sense. We'll see, though. He'll end up somewhere. Yeah, I think he'll land on his feet. So that's that's an interesting um, addition. Um, You brought up an interesting one. 
Nick Foles to oh, the Jags. Yeah, that was interesting. That's big money, man. That's big money. I mean, I think it was something like $88 million, I think so. $100 million with incentives or something like that. It's yeah. it's. It's and then they cut Blake Bortles right off the bat. Yeah, yeah. So I get it. They're, they're definitely... They're sold on it. Yeah, yeah they're, they're sold, sold on it. and they're bought in, but... We'll see if that turns out. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know either. We'll see. Um, another notable one, Le'Veon Bell to the Jets. Do you think him holding out ended up being worth what he got? No. What do you get, like five years, 53 million? 53 million, 30-something million guaranteed. I think it was like 33, 35 million guaranteed. Okay. I don't know ex- the exact numbers. I was reading them earlier, but I forgot. Um, I don't know, man. I don't. I think when I was reading, he would have got like a five-year, 70 million contract it, yeah, with it was, the with, Steelers wow. two years ago, I think it was. But it like, almost makes you wonder, okay, now that okay, – now that – Antonio Brown has spoken his piece and said everything that he said about the situation in the locker room and Ben Roethlisberger and the way that he would criticize in, in the public and things like that. Yeah, Do you think maybe Le'Veon Bell toss. was basically the same way and was like, no, I don't even want to even play for the Pittsburgh Steelers? Like, think about it. I he, mean, yeah. he literally said, no, I, I would rather not play at all than to play for the Pittsburgh Steelers. No, nah, yeah, yeah, that's what he did. I mean, that's exactly that's what exactly he did. What and he that, did. that to me... Uh-huh. I mean, it he lost fourteen and a half million or something yeah. like that last year. That's yeah. crazy. Fourteen yeah. and a half million, yeah. just because you simply, you know what I mean? Then you got some of us could be set on fourteen million. Shoot, I'll be set on one. But you no, nah, man, honestly, like that's crazy to me. But I hope he kills it over there for him. I mean, I hope he does too for the Jets. However, I'm I'm not really sold on. The Jets even being competitive. That's next what I'm year, saying. Like so, they're not a good team at all right now. So I don't know. I mean, in that division, I mean, the Patriots are probably going to walk easily through that division exactly. again next year. Yeah. Um, although Buffalo did add some players, John Brown, yeah, from the Ravens and formerly the Cardinals as well, went mm-hmm. to Buffalo. Cole Beasley from Dallas. He ended up. He went to Buffalo. Okay. Um, Frank Gore. Went oh, to Buffalo. Nice. I didn't know about that one. Okay. So, I mean, they're l- kind of loading up with some weapons that yeah, maybe hopefully decent, Josh Allen yeah, some, can use um, up in Buffalo do. to yeah. at least try to get a wild card spot. But, that, um, I mean, we know who controls that division. Yeah. Year However, year I think that if, if Miami right can now. get Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, I saw they were meeting. So. I think that would be a big yeah, they got to um, move on from a big thing for them. I think they got to move on from Tannehill. Yeah, they got to go from Tannehill. Mm-hmm. Shouts out to Omar, Miami yeah. fan. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I think that's good. Whoa, oh, oh, of course, Landon Collins to the Redskins. Yeah, that's a massive deal. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm gonna, I wanna, we're gonna talk about that one a little bit later because okay. I got a topic that I want to bring that one up in. Um, but he did go to the Redskins on a big deal. Big deal. Um, the Arizona Cardinals. Have made a lot of noise a lot of in moves, free agencies. Man, a lot of moves. Um, I was a little surprised when I was reading. Honestly, I so wasn't far expecting. we have Terrell Suggs. Yep, they have uh, uh, Alford, the kid from Atlanta. Yes, he's a corner from it. Uh, uh, got the, him from the Falcons. The tackle from the Steelers. Oh yeah, they traded name. for Marcus Gilbert. Right, the tackle from the Steelers. They have uh, um, Brooks Reed, which was a linebacker who played in Houston. So they have him. Um, they just signed Jordan Hicks from the Eagles. Right. Okay. They also signed uh, J.R. Sweezy, a guard from Seattle. So they're beefing up the offensive line. They're beefing up the defense at this moment in time. Um, 
they're making moves. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they're definitely I making think they're moves. They're setting it up for that. Do you think that they're going to take Kyler Murray number one overall? Yeah, I do. I do. I've been saying it for the past like week, honestly. Yeah, yeah I've been saying that. They also got Brett one. Hundley, who's a local kid oh, that's from right. Chandler High School. Yeah, it's crazy. They got a couple of local guys now. Yeah. And Trust Suggs mm-hmm. play ASU. So. Mm hmm. I think Trust Suggs is going to be good for them if they do him like 70% of the snaps. Not, not, yeah, super he's high not usage, every, yeah, he's, he's not an every down. He's an older guy, but mm-hmm. he'll definitely still get in there. Oh, I think that he'll, I think that he'll play more than people think he's, oh, that's play. what I'm saying. Like, yeah. uh, I was reading something about him. Guys at that age, in that position specifically, if you use them right and use them just the amount of time, oh yeah, correct, they'll, like Julius Peppers, yeah, was Julius used. Peppers, yeah. yeah, was a huge one. And yeah, they'll, they'll definitely make a splash. Yeah, so. especially the way he was used in Green Bay, he he did exactly. really well when he went back to Carolina this past year. He, he still did really, did really well. well. So yeah. he did. He just retired, didn't he? he just retired. Yeah, yeah I thought exactly. okay. So. I thought he did retire. All right, so here's my question: of all those moves in free agency, I want your opinion on the biggest winner and the biggest player who has the 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 biggest chance in your opinion to bust basically either you feel like they're not going to succeed and therefore not be worth the contract that they got paid or they're not a good fit or something along those lines who do you think in of free agency we're not talking no, any trades you. yet no, I got you. just free agency who you think was, was the, the biggest, biggest bust that one's easy bust? for me the potential of the biggest bust that was easy for me simply because of the money is Nick Foles and okay. what they're looking for him to do. I would assume by that pay. Mm-hmm. So and cutting Blake Bortles like you didn't even give him a chance to fight for the job. No, you just handed you just, it to yeah, him. Yeah, you just handed mm-hmm. it to this man. So um, it's a very good that point. is you know what I mean. That has the biggest potential. Plus, he essentially is going to control that team. Like if they win. It's more than likely because he has a hand in it, and if they okay. lose, mm-hmm. it's going to be because he has a hand in it. I mean, it's quarterback; it's what the position. Oh, of course. Is, so, of course. Uh, as far as the biggest win, that one's kind of tough when it comes to free agency because there's a couple teams, like there's a a lot of teams. I think that added players added just good pieces. Overall, I just can't. I don't know which one I'd pick out to say that added the best pieces. I mean, I would. Baltimore added two really good pieces, but they lost a lot of pieces. True. You know what I mean? So it's weird. And then those, like, just one off signings, like Tyron Matthew to the Chiefs. Yeah. That's a good one. But is that, like, the A free agency signing? I don't I know. I mean, you got Eric Weddle to the Rams. Yeah. That's However, a, that's a good they one, do but. stand to lose in Dominican Sue. Oh, okay. So, I mean, you, you're going to gain a free safety, but you're going to lose a really uh, dominant huge, D tackle yeah, that also D-tackle. helped the best D tackle in the league. Right. You know, have a come off of a really good year after exactly. he just got paid a massive when amount of money. When you got two players like that, yeah. you know what I mean? It's no, hard to worry you. about two compared to one. I feel so. you. I, I don't think, know, man. Who do you think had the biggest? I think uh, I'm going to start with the biggest bust potential. Mm-hmm. And I also think it's strictly because of pay. Yeah. And it's Landon Collins. Oh, okay. Think so? Well, the thing I mean, about not- it, Landon Collins isn't a cover corner. Right. So he's he's kind of like a roaming tackler, yeah, like a tackler in a way. Yeah, hitter. Yeah. And I just wonder how how successful that's going to be on a bad team. Yeah, I get you. Like a team that's just really bad at this moment in time. Right. Um, I think Landon Collins would have been a better fit for a team like Kansas City who instead went, went, went with Tyron Matthew. 
Right. Um, maybe even with Baltimore, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. with the way that Baltimore's defense can play. And, you know, you'd have two hitting safeties with Tony Jefferson and Landon Collins if it went that route. Clearly yeah. he was wanting more money than anybody else was willing to pay. For sure. And so he, he decided to go to a team that was willing to pay him the most money. So for me, I think that's why he has the biggest bust because – the difference to me between um, Nick Foles going to Jacksonville and Collins going to Washington is that Nick Foles is going with the intent to prove that he deserves to be a starting quarterback in the NFL. Correct. Based on the playoff appearances that he's had right. with Philly, including a Super Bowl MVP. Right, exactly. I mean, so at this moment in time, he's going with the focus of finally being a franchise quarterback and you know earning the fact that he deserves – you know, um, all of that's going along with him now, I mm-hmm. guess. You know, all the clout, for lack of a better term, that Nick Foles has at this moment in time. Right. He's not hotter than he's ever been now. No, I get you. You know what I mean? So uh, I think that's the difference. I think Landon Collins is going. He already knows he's one of the best, you know, safeties in the league. He's very highly regarded. Yeah. So he knows he's going for the paycheck. He know he he's he's about to get the bag, you know, yeah, like so sure. so that that to me is the difference, and that's why for me it's really the biggest bust potential is that you could at least know that Nick Foles is going there with the intent to try and try hard. Yeah, you don't oh, necessarily yeah. know if you could say the same for Landon Collins. Now, nah, but does that necessarily mean that it, he has the highest potential to bust though? Yeah, because well, because I sense, think he's a bad fit in the Reds on, on the Redskins team. I think yeah. the Redskins team, the defense is not as good as it could or should but be. But do you think the and I don't know that he's the piece that creates um, the change in the defense. I think I think change in defense to me comes more with the front seven with a really dominant defensive lineman or a really dominant linebacker, mm-hmm. somebody who can really change the, the, the pace, the lineup, the mm-hmm. everything about the game, because they can be so disruptive so early in the, in the play safeties, unless they're, you know, always up on the line of scrimmage, which not a lot of safeties play that way. No. Um, they don't necessarily impact the offensive play right off the bat. Right. So I think that's why, to me, if Washington's are looking to really make a turnaround, and I and I could be wrong, maybe they're looking to find that disruptive front seven player in the draft. I guess. And if that's what they're going to do, based on whatever pick that they have, because I think they have a pretty early pick in the first round, and there are a lot of good defensive linemen at yeah. Oliver out of Houston, kid out of Bama, kid out of Clemson. There's a there's a few really good D linemen. Maybe that's where they're looking to get it from, and that could make me totally wrong on the Landon Collins thing. I just think on its face right now, the way that it sits, that to me has has the biggest bust because of intention on leaving because i I just don't think it was the best team fit for landon collins i think it was the best money fit oh for sure so that's why to me i think it's it's a bust i think i think nick Foles going to jacksonville is a good system fit yeah i think that with the weapons that are there and the defense that's in place already what do you think the expectations are there with him going there to get them back to the playoffs yeah for sure I but I, but at the same time, that defense has to play a lot better. It's not like that oh, defense, no. yeah, their defense, you know, played. was lights out and their no. offense was so horrible. No, their, their, their defense, defense gave was, up on that team yeah, after sure. a while, and they gave up on Blake Bortles. Mm-hmm. But now they have a new quarterback that they should be able to believe in. Right. We'll you see. know what I mean? We'll so see. I think that's going to be a different uh, environment in a sense. Yeah. Um, my biggest winner, man. 
I mean, it's hard not to say my team, but excluding the Ravens, because I think that those system fits are just so perfect. Yeah, for that that's what team. I was thinking. Yeah, that like, um, and also because of the fact that they did lose so many players: John Brown, Michael Crabtree, Joe Flacco is now gone via trade. C.J. Mosley is yeah, now gone. Terrell Suggs. Terrell Suggs is gone. Eric Weddle is gone. Yeah, um, I think I that's who we were missing. Players. You know, Zadarius Smith is gone. All of those factors, I think I'm just going to rule them out completely. Um, other than that, I, I mean, I would I would have to say at this moment in time, the Arizona Cardinals are probably yeah. the ones that are That's probably the one. biggest winners. However, I feel like I feel like theirs though depends are short term. Right. I think their that's wins are short term at this moment right. in time, and that's okay because they're trying to immediately get back into relevance yeah they're and and that's the okay team. there's nothing wrong with that however you now also play in a division that has you know the team that went to the super bowl last year mm -hmm. um the the seattle seahawks who made a playoff run last year yep the 49ers who are loading up yep. at this moment in time um Good luck. Yeah, exactly. I guess that's basically the best way that they're going to have to stay and keep pace. And I think that in order to keep that momentum going, I think the only choice is that they're going to draft Kyler Murray. Yeah, they have to. I just think that that's going to be the move. Yeah, I However, that I think that they'll get – I think they can get some pieces for Josh Rosen. Yeah, I think so too. Um, Somebody will cough up something I mean, nice for him. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be against getting New England's first-round pick if they have one. Yeah. Because if New England has a first-round pick, yeah, it'll be a late in the first round, but you're still getting somebody that you get a five-year, you know, a, a four-year deal with a fifth-year team option. Right, exactly. That's the benefit of the first-round pick. Right, exactly. That's why so many quarterbacks go in the first round, because you get that fifth-year option to determine whether, you know, that's your guy or not. Yeah. So I, I, think that that, I think that that's what they'll do, and I think they'll get some good pieces for him. Mm -hmm. Do you think they're – obviously, we've already kind of talked about it, but kind of the draft effects of uh, – of the free agency signings like clearly you can almost tell like arizona looks like they're going yeah, for, they're kyler, going for murray. kyler murray the yeah. new york giants look like they're potentially going to be well not potentially the new york giants are in complete rebuild mode they are in complete rebuild mode <clears throat> um what else do we got the cleveland browns are looking to try to make a super bowl run yeah the pittsburgh steelers have now lost two of the best players, players they've they had, had on their team um in a long time yeah I mean, do you think that they're going to be any type of competitive, though? I the mean, Steelers? The players that they do have. They still replace, have James Conner, who replaced Le'Veon Bell pretty those, well. Those However, big names are, are decent. I mean, James Conner played really well. and uh, I think I know. Juju. I think I can trust James Conner more than I can trust Juju Smith-Schuster at this so? moment in time. Yeah, yeah, yeah I would say I so. Um, but, but I, I also wouldn't put it past up. Pittsburgh to take someone like, you know, maybe if he gets up. that far, DK Metcalf. Or yeah. uh, um, a Nikhil Harry, Nikhil Harry or yeah. the the kid Hollywood is it Hollywood Brown is his name from Oklahoma, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Or or the other kid from uh, there's like two other receivers from, from Ole Miss, Miss. Yeah. you know what I mean? Either one of those players can be just as they're all fast. They all ran like four three four four in oh, yeah. all their forties. So I think that they'll that they'll get something in the draft that'll be really exciting. I mean, they're still being a going to be able to play with Ben Roethlisberger. Oh, yeah. We'll just see how he does, though. I think this is going to be a make-or-break year for Tomlin. I think if Tomlin doesn't succeed this year, I think he'll be fired. Yeah, we'll yeah see. I think yeah. that's how it's going to go down. Um, let's talk about some trades, though. Big, big trades.
Which one first, Antonio Brown? No, I want to talk about Beckham. <laughs> Just because Beckham's fresher in my mind. Yeah, I get you. Um, are you surprised? Like when you heard about it? Yes. Okay, now, were you surprised that the Giants traded him, or were you surprised that the Giants traded him to Cleveland? Uh, I was more surprised that they traded him to, that he ended up in Cleveland. Yeah. I wasn't so surprised that the Giants traded him, only mm-hmm. because there's been rumors leaking around the past few weeks that Odell's on the trade block. They kept denying it, but essentially, right. if the money, everything's for sale for the right price. You know no, what I, I mean? You. I so, Obviously, Cleveland offered something which is surprising. What they offered um, to get him? Um, well, yeah, but they gave up. They gave up what this year's first round pick. Mm-hmm. So number seventeen a overall, a third round pick this year, a fourth round pick next year. I think it was that. And Jabril Peppers, yeah, who is a, a, a highly regarded first round pick mm-hmm. out of the University of Michigan that the Browns traded up to get. Right. So, I, don't know. I mean, why why does everybody think that that's such a bad deal? I don't think it's a bad deal. I was just surprised. The by Raiders it. gave up a third and a fifth for Antonio Brown. No, yet. Not yet. <laughs> who, who got hosed in this one? Yeah, exactly. I mean, let's keep it real. Let, let's compare it, you no, know, yeah. apples to that. apples. I mean, maybe on its face, if Odell Beckham Jr.'s trade had nothing else to compare it to, in even recent memory, let alone the same off season, <laughs> right. you know what I mean? Like, does anybody yeah. even remember what Randy Moss got traded for to the Patriots? No, nobody gives a shit. No. So at some point in time, I'm sure nobody's going to give a shit about what he got traded for. Oh, but yeah. however, in this moment in time, I don't think that the New York Giants made out too badly. I don't think they made out badly, but I don't think it was. I mean. That team is going to be a rebuilding team. That's Do you think saying. at this like moment not- in time they want a receiver that's going to be a prima donna and potentially have to play with a rookie quarterback? I don't know. We'll see. They didn't want it that. It didn't work out too well with yeah. Dallas, and Des Bryant did it. Think about it. Maybe not directly or indirectly, but it didn't work out too well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, da- and Dak Prescott has actually been a, a pretty successful quarterback in the NFL since he started. Yeah, I guess. I mean, eh. You I mean, take, you, you take Tony much. Romo over him? I mean, you go Romo over that's Dak? That's what I'm saying. I was like, you're not, you're not going Romo over Dak, bro. No. Oh, no. Well, that's no. my point, though. No, then. right now? No. Of course and not. that didn't work out too well with Des Bryant. I don't know, though, man. I'm just wondering, like, what is the Giants' plan? But, like, what Rebuild? I wonder, yeah, I, but you think they're taking a quarterback in the draft? You I think, think they're, they're going to take Dwayne Haskins from Ohio State. I think that's who they'd be interested in. I think he fits the mold of what they're trying to do. And they still have Saquon Barkley. And I think Dwayne Haskins is a good fit for a running back like Saquon Barkley. Because the different, like, like just as much as Mark Ingram fits with Lamar Jackson, Saquon Barkley would fit with Dwayne Haskins because Barkley is very much an every down back. Yeah. You know what I mean? But he can pound the the rock, you know? Yeah. and you can still pass it off to him and use him in the option and things like that, things that Haskins may be able to do, but just he's a pocket quarterback. Yeah. So just let him be that. And I think because Saquon has already played with a pocket quarterback in Eli Manning, Mm -hmm. I think that he'll transition to someone like Haskins really well. So I'm I'm interested to see if that's where they go, quite honestly. This is going to be an interesting NFL year. You think it was a win for for Cleveland? What about Cleveland's end? 
Um, yeah, I mean, I, I can't I would, say that yeah, there's I was any like, negatives I think it's a win at this moment for them. in time. Yeah, I definitely think it's um, a win for them. They did give up a decent player from their defense, but at this moment in time, I think that they're looking at such a high-powered offense that they feel like they can score a lot of points this yeah, year. Yeah, for sure, exactly. Um, I don't know how I feel in the long term of it. Um, we'll see how um, playing with Jarvis Landry Again. is going to affect him. Again. Um, I guess he's also got his old position coach from LSU who's now at, at the Browns. On Cleveland, too. Yeah, oh, I don't know if it's from – I think it's either from LSU or the Giants, but I'm pretty sure it's from LSU. Um, he's in Cleveland now. I mean, you got Baker Mayfield who's proven – to be a quality quarterback in the NFL. I don't really have anything bad to say about him. Um, he just seems like he's uber competitive, and that's okay as long yeah. as you, you know, you toe that line between competitive and just, you know, blatant disrespect. And I think he's learned that kind of the hard way, but he's learned it. Um, so I can't really, I can't really say a whole lot bad about Cleveland. It's a, it's, it's interesting because finally, it's like, it, it's will there Cleveland. be a changing of the guard? In the NFL, like, will Cleveland finally have made the moves that actually make them pay like off and notable, make them yeah, like yeah. A notable football? I mean, team? they haven't yeah, made no, the playoffs sure. since Bill Belichick was their head coach. Yeah, and they let Bill Belichick go. Go now, look what he's done with New England. So maybe this is finally that purgatory that Cleveland gets to climb out of and become relevant again. I mean, the Cardinals had to do it at some point in time that run when they made it to the Super Bowl that year, and mm -hmm. they've they've now clearly fallen on their face. Again, um, but, but so did the 49ers. Yeah, I mean, every team I mean, sort of goes you know, through. a lot of teams it happens to, but you know, the 49ers kind of had that lull. They hired Jim Harbaugh, you know, after Mike Singletary, mm -hmm. they get competitive again, they make it to a Super, Super Bowl, Bowl yep. they lose, all of a sudden stuff doesn't work out, and they fall on their face again. Yeah, I mean, it's almost the same exact story. No, nah, it literally is. Um, so we'll see. Um, it's going to be an interesting year. What other trades out there were interesting to you? Uh, uh, one that was interesting to me was, um, I don't know, I can't think of who he got traded for or what it was for, but uh, Deshaun Jackson going back to the Eagles. Oh, yeah, we didn't even that bring that up. Crazy. That's a really notable one. Right? That's um, crazy. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I think it's just interesting love to it. see him back in the in the green, man. He's and gonna, quite honestly, like <laughs> Carson Wentz should be so happy. He He's going to have stoked, Alshon man. Jeffrey. Deshaun Jackson and no, they traded Torrey Smith. They yeah, traded him, but don't they have another receiver? Maybe not. Maybe it's just going to be those two. But they still got Ertz. Yeah, that tight end. Yeah. And then what was who's the other Zach tight end Ertz that they have? And um, I can't think of his name. Selick. Yeah, there you go. That's who it is. Yeah. So those are some good weapons, man. Some Alshon Jeffrey's got you know size and hands. Deshaun mm -hmm. Jackson's got your speed. Ertz is your great receiving tight end. Selleck can block and receive. I mean, mm -hmm. that that's a good pickup for them. Now they just need Carson Wentz to stay healthy for a full 16 games and see if he can actually help yeah, this team exactly. in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, we'll see. I'm excited. Not I'm yet. excited for that this coming year. Cool. And we haven't even gotten to the draft yet. No. You know. Yet. And there's still some big names out there in free agency. Right. Some more trades um, could be happening. Potentially some more trades before the draft. Potentially some trades up. after. That's what I'm saying. Could it could be yeah. during the draft. Maybe. Yeah. I we'll think see. this is going to be really cool and really fun. Um, on a different note, because I think that's good. I think I think that's about all in the yeah, NFL. Yeah, that's all pretty much in the NFL for the most part. I mean. Yeah, I'm good on that. I mean, we didn't really talk A-B to the Raiders. What do you? Okay, nah, let's but, talk about I mean, that. We could talk a little bit about it. 
uh, I mean. Did you see the video first off? Video of him showing up to Derek Carr's house. I did not see that. Okay, video. well, when you do see it, you'll notice one distinct thing. His beard is no longer bleached, and he cut those shit locks off his head. Although he still has like a rat tail of shit locks hanging off the back of his head. Mm -hmm. But now all of a sudden that he's got a team and he ain't wiling out no more, he's trying to look all prim and proper. Of course. Like, plus he's in. He's if in that doesn't, now. but if that doesn't scream well, diva, bro, like what does, bro? Like. Yeah, nah, I get you. Come on, man. Like, just be professional. If you didn't want to be there, you could have been professional about it. Especially after that dude called Shannon Sharp a coon. Yeah. Like, but. let's touch on that real quick. <laughs> so he's on that shop show with LeBron, right? Mm -hmm. Talking about everything and called Shannon Sharp a coon. Like, of all people... To call a coon, you're calling Shannon. That dude is literally from the dirt. Right. Like, if you ever watch the football life on him and his brother Sterling Sharp, like, it's an interesting one. Right. Like, they came from nothing. So, to sit there and, and accuse that man of being that. Yeah. You got to respect, man. Yeah. You Like, you are out of line yeah, on that. Like. That Nah, you don't know. even know what you're... Now you're just talking out of your ass. Nah, yeah, for sure. Like, now you're just for talking sure. to say shit that's provocative to keep your yeah, name keep your out name there, the whether it's good sure. or bad, because there is no way in hell anybody who knows a damn thing about Shannon Sharp from what he has portrayed himself to be in the media, because that's the only way I know him, mm -hmm. and, and from the things that I've seen about him and obviously the way that people interact with him, that dude is a real person. Yeah, no, yeah. Like, he is a cool, real person. Yeah, he seems Down really, for really it. Cool. He gets it. He understands it. But at the same time, he also seems like he's been very successful in the choices that he's made in life. Yeah. And of all people who should know how you've lived or can relate to you, why wouldn't it be somebody who played how many years in the NFL, exactly. won two Super Bowls with the Broncos, won one more Super Bowl with Baltimore, before he retired, like, he's one of the greatest tight ends of all time. Exactly. Come on, man. Like, exactly. nah, bro, you out of line <laughs> on that one. But nah, that was crazy. I've never been an AB fan. I think that it was literally nah, like the moment he got paid, all of a sudden everything changed. Um, I think this just continues to prove that narrative. I just thought it was weird that the, I don't know, man. I think that they didn't, I think the Steelers are more happy just to get rid of him than what they got for him clearly you know they what got i mean a, they bro, were just they, they were got just a trying third to get him and gone. a fifth round pick so, for him and he pretty much alienated himself as far as like saying he wouldn't go to this team and that team true and, you know what i mean and he wouldn't even show up for uh who was it that buffalo put in the, yeah buffalo that yeah bid for him so yeah he which didn't buffalo, even want to go to buffalo honestly i'd probably go to buffalo as far as like chances on, over the raiders yeah as far as like why competitively i just think that they i don't know man i'm not a huge Derek carr fan myself but but i mean buffalo has a while well, he was a rookie this year he'll be a second year quarterback next year the kid out of wyoming yeah and you uh, think that that would be a better fit Josh for antonio Dur yeah yeah you think that's a better fit for antonio brown than carr uh i just don't know i if you're just i just don't know why you wouldn't even have shown up to that team you know what i mean like to go that far to be like no nah, i wouldn't even show up 
to play for that team at all. Yeah, you know I mean, I mean? at I the end of the day, that. I mean, you know, everybody in the, in the NFL is a quality football player. I mean, that's what I'm saying. So I just didn't understand that end, but. I mean, maybe it's... Maybe he don't want to lose to the Patriots twice a year. Maybe it's that. Maybe it's something that has nothing to do with football. Maybe he just wanted to be, you know... Well, like think about Vegas. it. Yeah, I was going to say, you know they're I mean? about Vegas, to move to Vegas. Sense. So like maybe, maybe Vegas, that's an interesting uh, venue for him to want to play in. I mean, the stadium's so. on the strip. I don't know, man. I don't know. You think it was a win for the Raiders? I don't think it's going to... I don't. I don't think they're gonna. I think it's a wait and see for the Raiders. I can't say whether it'll be a win or a bust. You think they're gonna be competitive at all? Um, I think they're. eh, I don't know. I I think it's gonna depend on what they do with this draft because they have a lot of they've they got they got a ton of picks. They got a ton of picks. I don't know, man. They got a ton of picks, so we'll see. I think they got what three first round picks right now. Three or four, I think. Yeah, so they might make a run at Kyler Murray. I mean. If you're the Cardinals, do you do you give Trade up the first the overall f- pick to take number fourth? four and number seventeen or number twenty four, whatever it is? Yeah, I don't know that I do that. If I want Kyler Murray, I don't know that I. Do I wouldn't that. do that. Yeah. Not if I'm taking a quarterback. No. No. And quite honestly, I think if Arizona was going to trade that pick away, I think they would have already done it. Yeah, I I just feel that way. I could be wrong. Maybe they're maybe you know they did say they wanted to hold everything close to the vest this year, so I could be wrong. But who knows? Um, more on the NFL as the coming weeks um, unfold, I suppose. Yeah, see how exactly. free agency ties up and then really talk about the draft and see how that goes. On a different NFL note, though, this is kind of an article. And I remember I was talking to you at Import Faceoff last Sunday. And I was telling you how I was kind of thinking about restructuring everything kind of coming out with like some... Like, every week we do, like, a sports topic, and then every week we do, like, a newsworthy topic and whatnot, right? So if there was any newsworthy topic that is closely related to something we like to talk about, football, I think this one is it. Did you see the Aaron Hernandez article? Yeah, I so I saw something about their reinstating the mur- – was it the murder conviction charge. or yes. charge? Yeah. Okay, that's why I was – yeah, they're reinstating that, mm-hmm. so – because it got tossed because he died. He committed suicide. committed suicide. suicide. During during an appeal, an appeal. So what happens is, is in the state of Massachusetts, there's a law where basically any case that is still pending appeal and still waiting to be heard on appeal, if the person who was originally convicted dies before be. their appeal is heard, then basically the original conviction is null and void, right. as well as any future judgment. So it's basically like the case just disintegrates and disappears. But the biggest thing about that is that there's a lot of legal ramifications that can that that are affected within that kind of that water droplet into the bucket. The ripple effect is that it affects the ability of the family to sue his estate for wrongful death because they don't have the ability in court to say you know, he's been convicted of this in criminal court. Right. Right. And so I guess it also would affect their ability to get any money from it. So I'm wondering if this is going to be different and whether or not this being reinstated is going to allow that family to get whatever they feel they deserve. I'm not saying that when, you know, your family member gets murdered, money is going to cure your ills, Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, but if that's what they feel, you know, they deserve from the yeah, pain and suffering happened. that they've caused, 
at the hands of that person, then yeah, they can. You know, maybe if that's what allows them to do. But here's the thing. So I was kind of reading up on it before the show, and in the ruling, the Supreme Court Judicial Court, um, court basically. So it's called the Supreme Judicial Court said that his conviction is going to stand, but the court record will note the conviction was neither affirmed nor reversed because the defendant died while the appeal was pending. So does that mean that basically in the eyes of what that family would have needed when that was first initially ruled, does this really change it? Or does this complicate it and muddy and murky it up even, even more? more? Yeah, exactly. Because now it's not affirmed. Yeah, because it's not affirmed, but it's right. But the conviction so, does stand. I don't know. I so I thought that that was an interesting story, and I really hope that that that, that follows up. You yeah, know, because I'd really I did like see to that know. Headline pop up though, and I yeah. thought I was like, that's crazy. But I do remember seeing all that because I thought one of the reasons that he did. Or one of the theories of the reason why he did kill himself is so was they so couldn't they get any couldn't money get his and it money would go to his and daughter it would go and to his, his daughter and his fiance. Yep. And they wouldn't be able to yep. touch his money. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole reason or well, that's the theory that some people Correct. were thinking of the reason why he Correct. took his own life. Because he was which, gonna be found guilty of the Odin Lloyd killing no matter for sure, what. They but had he was acquitted of the double murder. Yes. Of the other one and right. basically the drive-by shooting. But he the, was acquitted the, of that one. the other one, he was for sure going down. Oh, they yeah. They were going to get him. Oh, yeah. That. I mean, that was premeditated. Um, yeah, no, what that he was... What to that yeah. man. What are you doing, bro? No, yeah. You, yeah. I mean, I I'm, know. Uh, that, that whole situation is crazy, but we'll see if something... Keep an eye on that. Definitely. We'll see what comes definitely. up Because that. that is a crazy situation. Um, It's just... I don't... It just reminds me that, you know, you could be rich. You could have so much success you can be a super bowl didn't he win a super bowl with the patriots probably so I it's mean, like a super bowl <laughs> winning tight end with the new england patriots i mean you were on your way you were a star this, at florida you just got that super you just got a, you just got, just got paid. paid by the patriots you might still be playing even longer than gronkowski right now because you had a better health record than gronkowski did mm-hmm. Yep. So your body would have held up better because you're you're you were more lean than Gronkowski right. is. So it's like, why would you throw that all away for what? Because you wanted to be a gangster. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, I had man, temper. It just you know, some things are just man. so so crazy and and unexplainable that it just it just blows my mind at times. And to just think that that's you know, and then at the same time now you got Robert Kraft you know up on them charges for prostitution. <laughs> so it's like, Dude, his what is going on over crazy, there? Like, right? I thought the Bengals signed all the convicts. Oh, like, what is, yeah. <laughs> what is going on? Speaking of convicts, Adam Jones got arrested again. Did I you did, see that? I did see that. Former corner for the Bengals. I did see that. He did former corner for the Bengals. He is not no longer with us. For real. Like yeah, he's, he's former, former, yeah. Yeah, no, nah, he don't. Yeah, he's not with us no more. He didn't play with for y'all last year, right? Or was last year his no, last, last year, year? I think it was last year. Oh, okay, so, yeah, he got arrested for uh, whatever but reason. Yeah, I saw he got arrested. Did you ever That's see the crazy. video when he got into it with the dude at the? I don't know if that was at the airport or. It would. It yeah, was somewhere. Yeah, he, yeah homie, he like swung, yeah, on, swung dude. on him. Yeah, he was about to knock that dude out. Yeah, that don't play with Pac Man, yeah, bro. You out your mind. You out your mind, bro. That's an NFL strong dude person. Knock you like, out. And that dude, that dude has some inches on Pac Man. Oh I yeah, no, nah, he would yeah, have. Yeah, got knocked out. That's funny. Yeah, that, um, that was crazy. Something else newsworthy. Did you read much about that NCAA scandal? So I did read a little bit of it. All right. So tell me what you know about it. 
The main points that I saw, of course, were the two uh, actresses. The yeah, so Felicity Huffman and, and Lori Laughlin. Yeah, from Full House. Yeah, right? That's, yeah and okay. Felicity Huffman was on Desperate Housewives. Right, didn't watch that, but me neither. But no. I just no, I uh, I did see like mainly it was about them, but uh, yeah, a whole bunch of people that they were getting scholarships, like athletic scholarships, but they were not Bro, athletes. They, they got, were having um, uh, fake SAT scores. Yep, yep. Um, they were having extra time to take the SATs. Yeah, extra time and all types of just yes. crazy. They were having people take the SAT and ACT scores for them. Yeah, I saw one test went from like, it went up like 500 points within yes. a week or yes. something like that. Yes. <laughs> like, that is outrageous. Yes. And they were donating. Now, what's, what, what is kind of funny to me about this whole thing, though, is Okay, yeah, I get the athletic scholarship. Like, that is obviously you're taking a spot away from somebody that could truly deserve it, that is actually right. an ath- right. athlete right. that could have went to this school on that scholarship. Right. But in the sense of them bribing the schools or giving money to certain people in the school to get them their kids into these schools, how is that really any different than from like an alumni? donating something to the school donating bribing uh donating something to the school and then later well because their kids getting because i was reading all right just to spin off real quick mm, go that, ahead and then we'll Shit, this is where was i going with this <laughs> nigga we talk about whatever the hell we want so there's a lot of people criticizing the daughters of the full house actress her daughter oh she has two daughters yes well first off because i know one let me press preface what you're about to say with the fact that these two chicks got some rich fucking parents, though, yeah, first yet, off. Sure. Yeah. Like, their dad is Massimo, bro. Like, the Massimo. Yes. <laughs> like, their mom is Aunt Becky from Full House. Like, do you know how many people still want to bone Aunt Becky from Full House? <laughs> and you know that, well, I guess one of her daughters, um, the um, she is a YouTube star. So she makes money off of that. Right. Um, but... A lot of people were criticizing her. One of the people that criticized her, I guess, was Donald Trump Jr. Uh, this nigga's wanted to talk? Exactly. So people jumped on his shit as soon as he criticized He's her. He's wanted to talk? Oh my and what's God. funny is people actually brought up the fact that, um, I can't think of the school's name, but they went to the same school, Ivanka and Donald Trump Jr. went to the same college that Trump went to. Okay. Coincidence or not that there was two big, large donations to the school in the late 90s around the same time that his kids ended up going to that school. So in a sense, there's a legal way to do it, and then there's an illegal way to do it. I think that but this one, though, day, it involved that it involved a third party. I think that when, when you're doing it directly with the school, mm-hmm. I mean... But I think that, that that's a little bit different. At this moment in time, they still based on based on just based on just what we're looking at at this moment in time. Mm-hmm. That being said, I don't have Ivanka Trump's SAT scores. That's I don't what, have and that's both what people criticize. They were SAT like, well, scores. release your your grades and your like, scores. If they if, release the scores and they were it, good enough to get in and their dad donated hey, money to the school, I'll clap for you. more to you. That's what I'm saying. However, if you didn't have the grades, you shouldn't be talking. But that exactly. doesn't make what they did any less egregious at that moment in time. However, it's very... The, the uh, culpability to me isn't there in the sense that 
there's no direct correlation without doing an investigation or without at least seeing their SAT or ACT scores oh, no, no, on no. whether or not that's the, the payment involved they got them it. getting No, 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 and I get that. This one, it's clear cut. Not yet. It's, it's clear, clear cut. cut. And that's I mean, why this is so, clear cut yeah. cheating. Yeah, exactly. This isn't, you know, a donation because Lori Laughlin is not an alumnus of USC. USC, no. She didn't go to college at all because they brought up the daughter's footage about how she was talking about she went to college because her parents wanted her to go because she, you know, they never, neither of them went to college. Gotcha. So it's like they wanted her to go to college so bad they paid, what was it, $500,000 was one of the payments. Yeah. And that was to get her daughter unlimited SAT, like, time so she could take as long as she wanted to to finish the test. That's crazy. Like... That's crazy. That's unbelievable to me. And then, like, at the same time, like this, I wanted to say it was something like a $25 million scheme, right? And it's all fraud. No matter what yeah. they're doing, it's all a, a big fraud and conspiracy case um, to get these kids into these prestigious schools, which were basically taking spots away from other kids who would who were clearly more deserving. Yeah, qualified. Yeah, because actually qualified. if anybody else was eliminated from the spot that those kids got, then they were cheated. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Because anybody else who would have been a candidate for that spot would have had real qualifications. Exactly. Okay. So the craziest thing to me is that they were saying that some of those single bribes, like one bribe payment, were upwards of $6 million. Whoa. How do you have $6 million to bribe someone to get your kid in a school? But you don't have six million dollars just to pay for your kid to go to school. But that's the thing, though, is that you could just pay for your kid to go to school if your kid could get into that school, though. But then at that moment <laughs> in time, <laughs> that's okay. The but problem. here's the thing: that's then at the that problem. moment in time, look, if you have six million dollars at your disposal, and I say at your disposal because if these people have six million dollars to fucking to bribe, bribe someone, school, then they have six yeah, million dollars at, at their disposal. disposal. Oh, Lori sure. Laughlin and Massimo had five hundred thousand dollars at their disposal. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. If you had that kind of money, would you not? If you had a kid who could not get who could not get into the school that was the school, you know, the right. I'm using air quotes here for the listeners, you know, the school. Yeah. That your kid wanted to get into for whatever social status it held or whatever it may be. Don't you think that at some point in time being an actress and a fashion owner that you could have put up a backup plan better than a $6 million bribe to get your kid on their feet post high school? She could have been an intern at your fashion label. She already has a YouTube show, so clearly her face is already out there. Why would she not just go work for the family business? Why is college so important? That you went to these lengths to pay these types of bribes. I don't understand. To put your your kid into college. They're, they don't need fucking college. Not at all. They've been fed with a silver spoon their whole life. They're right. fucking rich. Right, exactly. I'm not saying that, that rich people don't need college. I'm just saying if you're not fucking good enough to get into college, right. but you're rich, you're, you're still, still rich. Off. Yeah, exactly. You're still... Like better off than most people. Exactly. <laughs> like you're still gonna have money at your disposal right. to make decisions millions, yeah, that other people can't make. Exactly. You yeah. know what I mean? Like literally, like money opens the door for opportunity no matter what you do in life. Oh, I mean yeah. a fucking drug dealer who has money has opportunity in life. Oh yeah. You start investing that money into real estate properties and you wash that money, guess what? Yeah. You got real money now. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't you don't gotta go to college for that. Matter of fact, you ain't even gotta finish high school for that if you want to. Right, exactly. 
So, so that's why to me it just it's so mind blowing. And then of course Felicity Huffman, just to put some attention on her, her house got raided first of all by the FBI. They now have a picture of her with another parent, basically like out in public, like they were all friends, which basically continues to sew together this web, mm-hmm. right? Her husband is William H. Macy. Shameless? Yeah. Why do you need to bri- pay bribes <laughs> for your kids to go to college? You're fucking rich. Nah, yeah, I don't get it, man. I don't get it, but throw them under the jail. Like... <laughs> They ain't going to do no time the, the, like just, that, though, really. The crimes of today's day and age are just so mind-blowing to me. I don't get like it, Like, just, just a week after we come off the Jesse Smollett situation, or two weeks after we come off of that, now we're here talking about rich fucking people bribing but for their you know kids what, to get into schools. Honestly, you know what this really just leads me to believe even more? Is that the NCAA... And college is the NCAA so is corrupt. corrupt. Yeah, oh bro. my god, it's so corrupt. Yeah, the NCAA it is so is corrupt. corrupt. Yeah. They're almost worse than politicians. <laughs> They're right up there. You know what I mean? Like they, they are, are right horrible up there at this up moment there in time. With, with and as and much quite as honestly, cover up, they, they might even they be a little bit worse, worse because the sports side of the NCAA, as far as the collegiate associations, not necessarily directly related to this case, you no, know. I mean, I guess yet. you could call this the college scandal, but it did involve, you know, fake scholarships. But on the side of the amount of corruption going on on the sports side, oh, paying for recruits, oh yeah, paying, you know, agents paying coaches at certain colleges oh, to yeah, steer right recruits now. into certain, you know, agencies when they join the NBA and things like that. It's all going on. Dude. And this is a really bad look for a, college as a whole. It's a never ending thing. It's always something in NCAA. It's yeah. always somebody getting caught up doing something. No, I absolutely agree. Covering something yeah. up or yeah. paying somebody they shouldn't be paying. And like, even on the sports side, something. like they're making so much money off the backs of those kids on top of it. Oh, that's the worst bit. Billions of dollars, it seems, right. that they're the making off the backs of these kids who aren't making a dime. I'm often, but they're being that. told that basically they're getting a college education. Right. I mean, we've touched on this before. Yeah, exactly. You know how I feel about this. The one and dones. You're not getting a college scholarship, but what that is too, that's taking a college scholarship away from a deserving kid. Because yeah. if you're only going to stay there for a year, you shouldn't have to. Like, if you truly believe you're a one and done, then risk the fact that you don't have a scholarship. You go there on some regular ass money and then go to the NBA because then you'll make enough money to pay off that year of college you're going to be owed. Yeah. I just don't get why they lose the whole scholarship, though. That doesn't, that never made sense. How the school loses the whole scholarship? Yeah, they lose it for the duration of those four years or whatever it is. That that never made sense. But that's why at the same time. How they're set for how to go to the professional sports. But that's the thing to me, too, I guess, then, then, you know, with that idea, like the follow up with that idea real quick is, is if you think you're good enough to go to be one and done in college, then why aren't you good enough to put your money where your mouth is at that time? Don't eat up a scholarship. Yeah, for you. And then after a year, I mean, I, I get you. If you're not good enough to make the NBA after a year, then maybe the, then the school can obviously offer you a scholarship to stay. But now you got to stay. No, I get you. Now you got to be at least a junior. But as the co- as the college student, obviously, I'm going to take the most cautious route. So of course, I'm going to take the scholarship. You of know course. what I mean? But no, and, if and you I don't get that. Get offered that, that then I you're get that. Have to put up or shut up. At what that if? Point. What if? Okay, here's the thing. What if? What if there was an option? What if you were a one and done player, and 
instead of taking the college scholarship, instead you got a stipend. So you 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 were still allowed to keep your amateur status as a collegiate athlete in the sense that you were basically paying your own way to go to school by playing sports for the school. So what I'm saying is, is that you're getting a paycheck, but you're also attending the university for whatever that semester is. Or maybe you don't attend the university. I mean, I guess you still have to be a college student because it's yeah, still, it's still school. college. Yeah, it's still. So, so you're basically using the income that you make to pay for your school. From yeah, like to like, pay for your class. Basically. Yeah. So you basically so you're you get X amount of dollars. Year, basically, the amount of school gets deducted. Them. That makes sense. From that for that time that you're there. Yeah, I get you. Gets deducted from whatever you make. And then you you get the difference, and whatever the difference is is what you're basically allowed to live on using this as your job in a sense, mm-hmm. while allowing yourself to be eligible for the draft. And therefore, so, then you're not tying up a college scholarship. You're only going to be there for a year you in can the do that NBA. For all players, then, like all college players, in a sense. Basketball at this that's moment in no, time. No, I would that's say. what I'm saying. As far as college. Because that's how it would go. Yeah. As far Football, as because of the three-year rule, yeah, there's nothing you can do about that. I'm just saying, saying college for college basketball at this moment in time. Why not? You're playing there. You're bringing in money for this school, right? So but you're that, just you're so not allowed to be on a scholarship here for the year, right? That but you you're not allowed to be on a scholarship. Keep your scholarship. Correct. As a college, correct. You're going to pay me X amount of dollars, and then you're basically your play and you being at that school for one year and what you get paid pays for those classes, and then you you make yeah, why not? an amount off of as well to live on and it's a livable wage i'm not saying these guys are going to be fucking balling out of control as 18 year old kids oh okay i'm saying they're getting classes at a prestigious whatever you division one college university Mm. and they're given enough money that it's a livable wage so something in the neighborhood of depending on the market that you live in obviously whatever you know a few dollars over minimum wages so we're talking a livable wage somewhere where they're not allowed to live on campus because they're not on scholarships so they can't live in the dorms so you either got to live at home or you got to be able to afford an apartment so whatever the livable wage would be in that area to me you would want to look at them being able to consider that they're college students so they're still going to have to have roommates and as basketball players you know yeah, what I mean? I you. you can get you can get some roommates. Oh yes, yeah, you don't got to live on campus, so you don't got you know what I mean. You can There's live with so girls. You can live with dudes. It won't matter. You live off campus. Yeah, yeah. I get so you. and you make a decent amount of money. You know, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen bucks an hour equivalent over the span of that time. Mm-hmm. But you still play for that school because yep. let's keep it real. We talked about the basketball players. They don't really have to go to class. No. You know what I mean? Of like. Not. So that that's something about that that's interesting. Um, I'll leave the last topic of that one alone. I, I don't I don't know. I mean, it's definitely about privilege. I don't necessarily. I think the demographic is clearly going to be oh, white gonna, people, yeah, gonna be but like, I don't necessarily in, in know if this falls sure. in the in the idea of white privilege. No, I don't think so. Not in this sense. I think this is about just privilege in, in general. general. Yeah, um, exactly. In this case, it just happens to be white people. Yeah. Um, which I guess you could equate to just the general wide brush paint that white people tend to have more privilege than any other race anyway. So I'll just leave it at that, I guess. Um, but that's definitely an interesting topic that uh, that's worth watching. 
Because like I said, I heard Felicity Huffman's house got raided, but Lori Laughlin turned herself into the FBI. Did she finally? Yeah. I, heard, I saw she was out of out of the country or whatnot. Yeah, so she had to turn herself into Shit. the FBI. How convenient. I'm wanted by the fucking FBI. I'll get to you guys when I get to you. Nigga, you crazy. If that was a black dude, they'll bust his house down, beat his ass, and drag him in there. Are you kidding me? If I was her, I would not turn myself in nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> I would have stayed, stayed my country. happy ass in Italy. Like, nah, I'm straight. Good on that. I'm straight. But the thing about it, too, that also kind of bothers me. What are they going to do once they get into school, though? How the fuck are they going to stay in if they didn't have the grades to get in? More bribes. <laughs> I, bribes, I mean, but the, then More that bribes. would mean the teachers would have to be in on They're it. all in on it. Coaches, teachers, faculty, secretary, all of them. All of them. Nah, <laughs> I don't know, man. Honestly, it's just one of those things where it's it's just weird, man. It's just a weird situation. Interesting obviously. times. That's Interesting times. Like, bribing to go to college. It's crazy, man. All right, one last thing I want to talk about before we get out of here for tonight. Mm-hmm. We're actually going to be out before 8 o'clock. Record first time. Wow, it's going to be fun. I guess we don't get going, we're not. Um, we got to talk about NBA. We can splash on it a little bit. Um, three things I want to talk about. We'll see where it gets us. First off, did you see about the Russell Westbrook incident? Yes. With the fan in Utah? Yes. What's your opinion on that real quick? Because I have kind of a strong opinion on it. Uh, my opinion on it so much is to the fact that Fans out of line, man. You can't if you if you're gonna say something like that, then expect that reaction. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Don't you know what I mean? I I don't care if he's an NBA player, a garbage truck worker. I don't right. know who he is. Right. You know what I mean? If you're gonna talk to another human being like that, expect a reaction like that. In my I absolutely sense. agree. You know what I mean? So, I absolutely agree. Um, as far as them finding Russell Westbrook, I only think they did that because they some they got him clearly on video cussing and saying this and that to the fan, but they got no video of the fan saying anything to him. So, but NBA was like, uh, we got to do something. So I figured they throw a fine at him plus twenty five grand. That's like twenty five dollars to Russell Westbrook in a sense. So, I mean that ain't that ain't nothing to him. So he ain't tripping on it. Um, but the fan though, I saw what you got lifetime ban or something like that, a ban yep. from the stadium. So. Yep. Um, completely deserved, back. yeah. Completely deserved to him if what he said is what he said, because that's just that's crazy, man. I like, agree with no everything that. that you've said so far, except one thing. I don't the agree with thing? the fine, bro. They, here's here's my thing. Here's my thing. Okay, the NBA. They're gonna do something though. The but here's the thing. The NBA has tried so hard to clean itself up since the malice in the palace with the Pacers and the Pistons that year where it spilled out into the crowd mm-hmm. and yeah, players they, started they fighting fans. fans yeah. The yeah. NBA has has done everything that they can to Be clean the, the image up since then. However, why why are we so surprised that somebody used vulgar language in defense of themselves to react to someone who has spoken to them in such a manner in such a disrespectful not, manner I, here's the thing surprised. we're surprised that russell surprised. westbrook cusses so no, so at the end of the day why why should why should we say why would we say he has to have a fine it's just like if of you twenty five thousand dollars like for basically were, telling somebody to go fuck themselves look it's just like if you were at work and you had an unruly customer and you told them to go fuck themselves 
maybe not at our job. We're not going to. I was going to say, hey, bro, I've come but, pretty fucking close to telling a couple uh, of people to go fuck themselves. Most, maybe most, not in those exact <laughs> words, but but I've pretty much come to that conclusion. You're going to catch a write up at minimum. You know what I mean? But I mean at this. So uh, at the sense, you're still at work in him, in him. So they have to do something to him. He's still a professional. And that's where I get it. 25 grand that's that ain't shit you know what i mean it's one of those ones you, where it's but like, it, but at what point in time like, like hey we gotta find you this 25 grand but on the back end they're like sorry i think that they should have <laughs> find the fan 25 grand i mean if he's truly a fan and he got banned for life that that may be worse than a twenty five thousand dollars. i mean if he was truly a fan then he would respect the game enough to know that you just don't that's you you cross the line some like fans, some fans got love to the point where but love can't be disrespectful. Like okay, that. but love can't be disrespectful because here's my thing, real quick. Now, and we'll that. move on, I'm though. What happens? <clears throat> what happens one day if all of a sudden some blockbuster trade happens and somehow Russell Westbrook ends up in Utah? You can't take that shit you said back because you didn't attack him as a player. You attacked him as a man. No, you can't. So, like, how could you be so passionate about your team to the point that you will disrespect somebody as a man because That's they're on what, the opposing yeah. team? But if that player were Look, playing on your team, you you would things. you would go to the end of the earth for them. See, that's one of those things though where you got to take everything that's factoring into that situation. You got to factor in he's at a basketball game. He's probably he's drunk. drunk. He's probably drunk. Ass. You know what I, I mean? imagine? Alcohol he was probably is going to play a huge oh, yeah. factor into that. And when people got that alcohol in their system, they say things that they liquid gonna, courage. You know what I mean? I feel you. And, okay. And with that, I still don't I still don't get why you attack uh, a player like that though as a as a fan either. of a sport you know what i, I mean like either. why do you attack the player this is simply a guy who's good enough to play a professionally game. yeah kids game and he's just playing on a team that you don't necessarily like Correct. so you're attacking him as a person i Correct. never really understood that um it's not like you know this guy personally right you know what i right. mean so right um i don't get fans like that man that's just completely out i feel you but no, no that's, that's a good point it. though like what if you got traded you're gonna go yeah exactly like no it doesn't work like that like no that once you've crossed that line you've Uh, crossed that so there's no reason for sport to cross that line no not at all and i you know and that's why i don't get uh fans like that it doesn't make any sense however here's the flip side of one did you hear about the the james dolan one in new york Yes, yes. Okay, now tweet. real quick, that one was really stupid. That one was really stupid. Um, a fan basically went to a Knicks game. There's a lot more to it, and I know that there's more to it as far as, like, I guess he was brought there by James Dolan, allegedly, yeah, and so. all of this. I guess we'd have to hear if that was true from that fan, and, and maybe we'll follow up with this if there's any details that come out. But basically the fan is seen on video shouting James to James jo- Dolan, the owner of the New York Knicks, to sell the team. Yeah. Um. Dolan then looks at him and no, no, maybe that was a different story with Robert Sarver. That was one earlier. So I don't know what Dolan said to the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, based on that video, um, oh, James Dolan called for security to come hold him there. And they were going to hold him for a, a member of basically um, the season ticket thing. So they were basically going to escort him out and make sure the season ticket person basically took you know, pulled his card, basically, and that gotcha. he was going to get banned. Nobody was sure if that was going to really be true because he had told the guy in the video, you know, you'll never come to another Knicks game. People thought, you know, whatever, no yeah. big deal. 
the Knicks actually released a statement stating that that gentleman has been banned from any future New York Knicks games for life. Now, That's crazy. that is not crossing the line no. of being an owner and being a person. Like, you are a shitty owner at this moment in time. Like, yes. the New York Knicks are a horrible team. And just about 99% of it falls on the fact that James Dolan is a horrible, a horrible owner. Player. Horrible owner. Yes. Him and Robert Sarver are hands down the two yeah. worst owners I say he in basketball. All the time. If not in professional sports at this moment in time. Yeah. However, you were still attacked as an owner of a basketball franchise by, yeah. being, by being told to sell the team. He didn't say nearly anything remotely close to what Russell Westbrook's fan. No, he was just calling you, said. calling you as an owner correct. of a team. Correct. Shitty. Correct. Which is true. That correct. Is complete fact. Yeah. So I agree. Um, completely, completely overboard, man. Like, I think what that's is just that? crazy. But I guess um, you I can't read, be that thin. I was read, Yeah, I was about to say. I read something online that said that dude is notorious for having like Dolan. Easy, yeah. For well, you got to remember, he's the getting, one that called security on Charles Oakley. Oh, and got yes. Oakley tossed, okay, so and then he was going to have Oakley incident. banned from yes. MSG. Like, Charles Oakley? Oakley, yeah, That right. dude is a New York Knicks Nick legend. Life, which, so. What are you talking about? Nah, like, yeah, I, for, I forgot about that situation. How, how Like, how fucking that's dumb fun. can you be? Like, that's just being a shitty fucking owner. Nah, yeah, and that just proves more to the point that yeah. he's a shitty owner because nah, you're banning you. Knicks that's fans for dumb that shit. dumb shit. So um, fucking stupid. One other thing, I don't know what your third topic was, but did you see... The Marquise Chris, the <laughs> yeah, that, that wasn't my third did topic. You see that? that okay. wasn't my third did you topic, see but that, yeah, I, I tried to break that, that up shit. real quick. The funny thing to me about the uh, the Marquise Chris Sergi Baca thing is, first of all, Marquise Chris didn't even really do anything what, for Sergi Baca to have reacted like that in that moment. I've only seen just that clip. I didn't see any other part of that game. So, no, no, I get you. So yeah. I don't know, you I know, basically anything. Based on that, breaking news on the podcast: the Giants would explore a deal for Josh Rosen. So there is potential so the that the Giants could be looking in the pool, huh? to Giants potentially Washington. get Josh Rosen. That could be very interesting. Um, I would say, yeah, if they're saying if the Cardinals make him available, that they could potentially be interested. Now, officially, they can't actually say that. No, tampering oh, of course not. because he is under contract. He's not a free oh, agent. Oh, you mean the whole week we've been in? Tampering week, yeah, the, but but it's it's <laughs> nah, legal tampering in the sense that you're talking to free agents nah, and you. and potential free agents. The reason why it's considered legal tampering is it's because it's they're technically under contract until today the thirteenth. Right. But it, but it's gonna happen yeah, on the thirteenth. Yeah, is like over, the negotiating yeah. period is over is between gone. the team and yeah. the players, so, so they're they're slated. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna become a free agent. Nah, I um, so that that's the only difference. That's why they couldn't say anything about Rosen legally um, at this moment in time. That's interesting. Um, that that is. got us totally sidetracked. But um, the other thing I was going to talk about is: Did you see Charles Barkley's comments on Ky- Kyrie and KD playing? No, in New York? no, I didn't see that. No, um, see so basically, I think he was on TNT. I only saw More the quote from it. I didn't actually see any video. But he was basically saying that there's no way that he thinks that Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving are going to go to New York. And he was saying that the reason why is because he thinks that they're too soft. So he was <laughs> <laughs> he was basically oh saying that if they can't handle the Bay Area media and, and the Boston? Boston media now, like how the hell are they going to be able to fucking handle the New, New York? York City media? Nah, yeah, yeah. I'm, because like 
they do seem to not get along with the media and they don't seem to like difficult questions no, either. No, they don't, yeah. And um, they seem to... And that's really weird to me. Yeah, they seem to, I don't know, almost like um, KD a lot since he went to Golden State, but it seems like those two guys are always on the defensive. Like, yes, Like it much. always seems like they're very on defensive much. with the media no, and the interviews, um, which... I don't know. Maybe it could just be because they don't like the media, or maybe because of the criticism they get. Who knows? It could I, be. I could but only at the same time, I mean, like what is really the criticism? I don't think about. it's the criticism. I think it's the speculation on whether or not they're going to leave. But the problem is, is they have to understand that the media makes money by making stories. Yeah, that's their job. And that in order to make story, you know, in order for them to make the money, they have to make good stories that people want to listen to and people want right. to buy into. And that's their job. At the same time, your job is just to go play basketball. Yeah. Your no, agent's sure. job is to determine for you where they feel like you would want to go and, and to work the best deal for you. Yeah. You're going to tell your agent what to do. But that has nothing, in my opinion, necessarily to do with the media. It's part of the game. No, it's yeah, part of the you. process yeah, is that is. you're going to get asked questions about things like that. All you have to say is no comment. I'm not going to talk about that. I'm not going to speculate on my future. Mm-hmm. I have this opponent ahead of me. I got this to worry about. This is what I'm but interested I'm not, in. That so stuff plays out. You like, think he, you kind of agree with Charles Barkley in that sense? That was, I definitely they don't agree think with they'll Charles be able to Barkley. I think that, I think that, I honestly don't see either of them going to the Knicks anyway. Yeah, either way. I um, I, I, I'm not really a big buyer in that. I think sometimes when those rumors get ramped up, they almost make the story end up being true. Yeah. Because I, I quite honestly, I think that that's how the KD to Golden State thing happened in the first place. Is I think somebody came up with the idea, thought crazy enough to have said it. It yeah, got spoken so many times, and then all of a sudden it was like, holy crap, spoken technically the, the cap – would allow this to happen at this moment in time if this and this and this worked out and he took this kind of deal and then all of a sudden Golden State's like, oh, shit, like, would he be interested? Like, right, well, exactly. KD, like, Draymond, <laughs> Steph, go, you know what I'm saying? Go right. talk to him. What's, what's, and the next thing you know, KD, it's like, well, I mean, I guess I... I could. I mean, I, I didn't really thought about it. Yeah, it'd be <laughs> fun. And the next thing you know, it's like, bang. Boom. Yeah, KD goes to Golden State. So I mean, true, yeah. I mean, but I don't, I don't think the New York thing's going to happen. So I think it's irrelevant. Yeah. I do, I do kind of believe Charles Barkley, though. I think that it would be bad media wise for them because they're so uh, soft natured yeah, when it comes to their, you know, for sure, lack of ability to take criticism. That's all I got, man. Yeah, that's. I think um, we hit it on the head tonight. Yeah, we definitely so. didn't make it <laughs> up by eight o'clock, like I said. But uh, that was fun. I guess we'll keep up with NFL. Um, Maybe next week we'll talk. I want to talk more playoff basketball next week. Yeah, definitely. We'll get more into matchups. Yeah, Yeah, we're we're getting close. close. So I want to do that for sure. So Maybe some mock draft, NBA mock draft too. Got to do some NFL mock draft too. You feel me? That's coming up soon. We should have the lottery getting figured out. All right. Yep. Next week, guys. Where's I going with this? See you. Peace.